BC and Rutgers play on Saturday, but what are the three keys that Boston College needs to focus on to defeat the Scarlet Knights in Chestnut Hill? We'll get into it on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black here. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. And we are your team every day here. We're the only daily Boston College podcast. On today's show, I'm going to look at some of the reasons why I think BC needs to win this game. What What do they need to do? What are the three keys? And now Mitch Wolf gave his three keys. I'm going to give you mine on today's episode. And then in the second ep- second half of the episode, I'm going to go into an unfortunate injury that has ended a career of a BC potential linebacker and a lot more. So you're going to want to make sure you check that out. Now, it's a noon start on Saturday as Boston College heads home. They stay home to play the Rutgers Knights, a team that was five and eight last year, played Wake Forest in the uh, Gator Bowl and held their own. Now, what does BC need to do to win this game? It's a seven and a half point spread seven. if you look at some books, what do they need to do now? If you're on YouTube right now, you're looking and you're saying, okay, they have to, um, they need to, first of all, they need to stop the, 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 the Rutgers offense. That's, that's an easy one. But what I'm going to say here is they need to get off the field on defense. Rutgers does not have a very um, overwhelming offense. Now they added Taj Harris, a very good wide receiver out of Syracuse, but look at that quarterback room. Jeff Halfley this week, he praised all three quarterbacks as every coach should. That is a good coach. That's not Lane Kiffin who would say something to flame them out. He just said they were great. You look at the quarterbacks. You have Gavin Wimsett, who is a true fr- uh, redshirt freshman. Good potential. Is he there yet? I don't think so. Noah Vidral, seven co- touchdowns, seven interceptions last year. Is he that big of a big difference maker? No. And their third quarterback. What they need to do for Boston College is they need to pressure these quarterbacks. And do they have the guys to do that? Now, BC released their two deep on Tuesday that included Marcus Valdez, Shisala, or Donovan Azaraku at the other defensive end position, along with Cam Horsley and um, Tabuzio Wuka. Now, if you're looking at that, you're like, oh, that's, that's the same defensive line that BC has been trucking out for a while, especially if it's Salah. I think BC needs to do some different things here up front to get some pressure because if BC can put some pressure on Notre, uh, on, on um, Rutgers, they can get some big plays and that's what they need. They need to get this offense off the field fast. And when you're looking at what they can do, re- limiting third down success is going to be huge because if Vidral's the starter going into this game, He's a, he's a mobile quarterback. 
And he may not be the best thrower in the world, but if he's able to tuck it and run when he needs to, Boston College, who has shown in the past that they struggle against mobile quarterbacks, could be in trouble. So I think it's a combination of pressuring the quarterback, but also containing them, getting them to not tuck it and run and being able to keep them in the pocket will be important. So I am looking right now. I am looking at BC and saying, okay, Salah, Valdez, Azaraku, keep Vidral in that pocket. Make him uncomfortable, but don't let him run for that first down. That will be a huge key to this game. Nothing's going to be more deflating for Boston College if they hold tight on second, first and second down. And then on third down, Vidral finds a hole and runs for eight yards for a first down. That is going to be a backbreaker for BC's defense. So they need to be better at that. They need to be able to keep him and contain him. And if it's Wimsat or the other, or the third quarterback for the Scarlet Knights, then, you know, they need to be able to do what they need to stop them. Wimsat could be more, he could be a bigger issue with his feet. I want to make sure the BC is ready for, for everything that they have here. I want to make sure the key to this game, you know, the big one here is that they do not allow Rutgers to, to run for those first downs that they are forced to try to do it the hard way. I've been on, I mean, if you go to my pod, go to my um, Twitter account, I'm on like seven Rutgers podcasts. I mean, I am like everywhere right now. You know, there's not a lot of, um, I mean, I'm on the Rutgers pregame show. I'm on the Rutgers student pregame show. I'm on the Believe channel. I am on um, some independent podcasts. And I have all along that I think BC is going to win this game, but they can't be sloppy. And third down on defense is a potential for BC. They have to not allow Rutgers to catch their second breath because Rutgers. I know Rutgers fans are listening to this right now. They're not going to say that this is a big game for them, but it absolutely is. This is not Ohio State. This is a game they can win. Rutgers is not beating Ohio State or Michigan. They want this win bad. So they're going to play, you know, balls out in this game. They're going to try to do what they can to win it. And so BC has got to be consistent in how they stop them. You cannot give them second and third breaths throughout the game. And I worry, I've seen halfway do this before where that happens. So that's going to be a key to this game. In a moment, I'm going to give you the second and third key to my, my, my potential path to victory for the Boston College Eagles. Now, BetOnline is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's matchups. You want the BC odds? Seven or seven and a half points, depending on when you find it. Head on over to BetOnline. You can make those best. Now it's an easy, safe way to do that. BetOnline is also your continued all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. You know, if you're if you're watching the game and you're like, oh, BC's going to run away with this in the second half, get on over to BetOnline and get second half odds. Those are fun, too. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, Boxing, and Golf. Head over to the website and mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Better line. 
the game starts. This is Locked on Boston College. AJ Black giving you the three keys to Boston College's game against Rutgers. Now, I have been called everything in the book about this game. You know, Rutgers fans are in my comment section calling me a honk, me a homer. I can handle that. Then the fun of this. I, I, I want to, if you're listening, if you are a Rutgers fan, I want to give you a shout out right now because you guys are showing that you are one of the more animated fan bases BC has played in years. You know, there's not a lot of BC podcasts out there. You guys all look it up and you find and you find me. You know, you have shown that you are animated. You are passionate about your team. And I want to shout you out for that. Now, keys to victory. We just talked about the defense getting off the field. That's an important one. Second, the offense can't be stupid. That's a, that's a simple way to put this. Phil Dracovic and that offense, they can't make stupid plays. Dracovic is a smart quarterback in a sense. On the other sense, he is a smart quarterback who gets himself hurt a lot because he can't get um, – he, 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 he likes to extend plays, and no, he doesn't go down when the play looks like it's over. So, BC, one of the things I want to watch for is Dracovic not making any dumb turnovers. Ten, you know, Rutgers has some very, very talented defensive backs. You know – Max Melton is I on the earlier episode I said he's not good enough to stop Zay Flowers and I'll I'll stick with my my presumption here. He is not good enough to stop, stop Zay Flowers here. However, he's good. And he can make Phil Dracovic pay if Dracovic makes a mistake here. But C needs to be smarter. They need to prevent mistakes. You know, those years of 2020 when Jeff Halfley's team would make a mistake to let a team like Texas State jump out to an early lead. They can't do that against Rutgers. So ball security is important here. No dumb interceptions. No dumb falls. And, you know, the biggest question mark heading to this game is that offensive line. You can't have any offensive line issues here. You can't have dumb pre-snap penalties. But can't go third and 20 and try to win this game. He's got to do better here. And that's got that's not on him. That is on players around him. All right. That is our second key to victory. And our third key to victory is the ball. Rutgers defense is good, but it's good at one specific spot. And that is the secondary potentially stop them and BC has a leg up here because their running game should be able to get them yards. Pat Garwo should be able to get them yards. And I love that. And I think he BC has a multifaceted offense here, a offense they can do things running and passing the ball depending on what's in front of them. Now, this is a game where BC's passing attack may be in more of a disadvantaged position. You have Max Melton and some other Davison that are back there that are good. And Rutgers fans, you can you can you can take that bow there. They are good secondary players. But 
if the defense is sitting back waiting for that, Rutgers has lost almost their entire linebacking crew. They lost their starting defensive end, led the team in sacks. They could on the the Scarlet Knights. I think that is a key as well. So BC for the Eagles, they just need to keep their offense going no matter what way it needs to go. They don't need to go an aerial attack if not there. They don't need to run it if they can't run it. Just figure out what works and keep the Scarlet Knights off base. That is our final game. Now, in our final segment, I'm going to give you a little information. We'll go into a little bit of a news segment here about a potential uh, a player on BC that is now gone. Is no longer with the Eagles. We'll get back in that in just a moment. Now, if you have not checked out our Ultimate Pro Football Focus Preview, Pro Football Preview, this is your chance. So thanks again for making Locked On Boston College your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. Local team experts on the Locked On Podcast Networks, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling on Locked On Bets, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black. Follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. And if you're listening to this right now, hit that subscribe button on YouTube if you're listening, or find us on YouTube wherever, you know, look for Locked on BC wherever you get your uh, podcast as well. So there have been two medical retirements for Boston College in the last week alone. Last week, we talked about Joey Teddy, a potential starting uh, tight end for BC, calling it quits after a his career after he- being hurt. The second one is Casey Finney, a backer, who was a redshirt freshman and a potential depth player for BC this year. Now, let's go into a little bit about Finney. Finney was a linebacker out of Nope Green now in Cambridge, Massachusetts. He was originally committed to Michigan. Michigan uh, lost him to Boston College. He committed to BC. He comes to BC. You know, last year he didn't play. Then he goes on to have some strong spring practices. You heard his name a bunch. He was pretty strong as well during the spring game. So this was, was this one caught me a little bit off surprise and. I have to admit, I don't know why he retired. I'm guessing it's medical, but he hasn't announced it. The school didn't say anything. And this is not a question I can go back to BC and be like, so why did Casey Finney retire? Uh, you can't ask that. It's just not, it's not wonderful. So he's gone. B, you know, he's a more physical linebacker. But when he committed to BC, one thing to me was that he didn't strike me as someone who fit what Jeff Halfley was doing now at linebacker. Now, now BC, you look at who's starting line this year. You have Cam Arnold, you have Bryce Steele and Jalen Blackwell, along with Vinny DePaul. Finney was not the speediest linebacker. And I, 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 you know, 
when BC goes with a four-two-five defense of so four defensive ends and tackles, two linebackers and five defensive backs, how much room would he have had on this program when you have Jalen Blackwell, Cam Arnold, and Bryce Steele basically clogging up that depth chart for the next three years? So I look at Finney. I said, okay, maybe there's something there. Maybe he's going to be the next Vinny De Palma. Whether you like Vinny De Palma or not, he's a guy that had potential. Um, he's done some stuff for this this program. He's a leader. He he can do things when you need him to. So I, I, I thought of Finney more in that role. Like he's going to develop. He'll figure out his spot and be like that. Thumper. Now he's gone. And I, at the end of the day, I'm not. You know, I want him to get the best. You know, any guy you want to see him do the what the what he can do. And for 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 Finney, that's it. You're gonna see more of this. Like Jalen Black, uh, Jalen Williams has retired. J L E N Williams, not the one that was on the track team. Um, Connor Graco's gone. Those guys are both gone. So, you know. At the end of the day, the way college football works is these guys are not fitting in or they are not working. You now have another new roster spot. That to me says BC could either go for transfers in the class of 2023. And I'm, you know, I'm all aboard that. If they can find guys that fit their system for it, or they'll have a bigger class of 2023 because, you know, the Eagles. Yeah, right now are like 16 or 17 recruits and not nowhere near the 25 that they could cap out at, you know, they've lost Greek Teddy. They've lost, they, they should have a couple more spots open that could make things more interesting on the recruiting trail. So that's my thoughts there. Now I also want to talk about a narrative that's going around with this BC uh, Rutgers game and that, that this, this game is going Ugly. That's what I keep hearing about. It's going to be an ugly game. Now, on one hand, it could be ugly. It's the first game of the year between two power ten to power five programs. Of course, it could be ugly. I think BC's much more polished than Rutgers fans and Rutgers people are giving the credit. So when I look at an over under, and I think it was forty eight point five, I wouldn't be surprised if it is over that 48.5 is like a 24, you know, 27, 24 game. I could see BC scoring more than that. I think BC could be more polished than that. So I'm not buying in to this whole, it's a, it's a, it's going to be an ugly game because BC has much more talent on offense to make this not an ugly game. Going to that offensive line. Are they serviceable? Okay. That's my big key. All right, so on tomorrow's show, it is our big prediction show. I'm going to give you my prediction of this game. If you've been listening, you probably guess who I have predicted winning, but you don't know how much I'm going to have them predicted to win. But if you're listening right now, hit that subscribe button right now. You're listening. You see that subscribe? It's in red. Hit it right now. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Boston College and follow me on Twitter at Locked On BC or at AJ Black underscore BC. My name is AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. We have a special deal starting on Friday, 75% off a yearly subscription for new users. So if you've been thinking about subscribing, great deal. It is dirt cheap. Head on over on Friday morning.
do that. I'll remind you on tomorrow's episode. Again, on tomorrow's episode, we will discuss this game and our previews going. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.